0: Good morning, it's Pastor Furman here, ABU, Arnold Benson Unified Church. I hope you're ready for a message today, I'm ready to give you one. hope that things are going well in your life. Of course, if you need prayers, is there any way that we could help you as a church, um, let us know. I know school is this week and, and starting in many places. And so I pray that this first week is goes smoothly for all our parents and our kiddos out there. Because um, I know how stressful that can be as we get closer to it. But I'm excited for today's message. So make sure to go get your coffee ready. Make sure you got something to take some notes with. And you're ready to receive what, uh, man, what God has been speaking to me. And as I was preparing and reading this week, and it just made me reflect on a time when I was younger. And I would always hear these stories about myself. And I never believed they were true. I'm like, man, these people over here telling lies on me. But they would tell me stories and I would think, nah, there's no way that that happened. And I'll give you a couple of them. Because they always happened in the middle of the night. There was one time that they said that I went to the door. We used to live in this apartments And we lived on the top floor. And I'm over there wiggling the door handle, trying to get out and take off in the apartment. And my dad would go and lay me back down. He'd tell me the next day, I'm like, nah, you lying. It didn't happen. Well, then come a different night. that this time, I'm not trying to leave out the front door. I'm in the kitchen. And he said that he told me, like, hey, what are you doing, boy? And I was like, man, nothing, chilling. And I don't really re- recall any of this, but he said that I went on to open the refrigerator door, pulled down my pants, and use the restroom. So you can imagine the, the shock to him, like, what? Oh, my gosh. Me, I thought, I don't remember none of that. That never happened. Well, the next day he told me about it, and I'm like, whatever. And then he showed me, like, no, look, I had to throw all the food away. And I was like, all right, so you could probably guess it. I'm a sleepwalker, right? I got a problem. And I was like, man, that's crazy. Thankfully, praise the Lord, I no longer am a sleepwalker. I've outgrown it. I don't know how, but I say it's by the Lord, by Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Um, But it made me reflect on today's message because it's titled titled Sleepwalking. When we're not intentional with our spiritual life, uh, we could be spiritually sleepwalking, going through life, getting ourselves into a bunch of things that we don't understand how it even got started. But God wants to keep us awake and make sure that we don't walk in our sleep. Amen? Because you don't want to be embarrassed like me, but no. There's greater things that come with it. And so let me pray, and then we'll be in Ephesians chapter 5, picking off uh, kind of where we read last week, uh, reading verses 10 through 20. But let me pray, and we'll get going. Uh, Father, we just thank you uh, for the same ways that sometimes we don't, Uh, understand how we get ourselves in situations or even things that we're aware that we're doing. Um, But being the good Father that you are, not only do you reveal these things to us, but you help guide us back to a safe place. And so, Lord, uh, I just pray that today we would be able to just receive um, a personal message that you have for each one of us. And I just pray uh, that we would feel a peace, I know, uh, leading up to school and all the things that come with it can be stressful, Lord, and so I just pray for the parents, for the kids, um, that this week uh, they would all get great night's rest, um, that they would be able to um, adjust their schedules accordingly where things would run smoothly, and that it would be a great week and they would be able to see your presence in your hand in their life in ways that maybe they haven't even acknowledged in previous school years. And so, Father, we just thank you for your faithfulness. Uh, We thank you for being a part of our lives and just for always uh, pouring out your love in ways that's evident. So we just thank you, Lord. Come and spend time with us this morning. We love you and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Ephesians chapter 5, reading verses 10 through 20. So let's dive in. It says, "Carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part in worthless deeds of evil in darkness. Instead, expose them. It is shameful to even talk about things that ungodly people do in secret, but their evil intentions will be exposed when the light shines on them. For the light makes everything visible. That is why it says, "Awake, O sleeper, rise up from the dead, and Christ will give you light. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtless, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine, because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourself, and making music to the Lord in your heart. And give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. So we have Paul picking up. From what we read last week, he's talking to uh, the believers of uh, if and if uh, at the church of Ephesus, but it's in Ephesus, is this the place that it's called? And he's telling them about he understands the culture, he understands the things that they face, um, but he also wants them to be aware of how the things around them can influence them. And he continues on that talking to them today. But three things that really stood out when it comes. Uh, to what I really felt God was, was speaking to me and wanted me to share with you. It, it starts with this one right here, that exposure reveals the truth. Exposure reveals the truth. In verse 10 through 11, it says, Carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part in worthless deeds of evil. Instead, expose them. mm I think we all believe that we are careful and we're thoughtful in the things that we do. Uh, We like to think, man, you know, I'm trying to do what pleases the Lord. Um, But let's be honest. Do you really take the time to reflect on that? That all the things that you do, that all the things you're thinking are pleasing to the Lord? Because I'll be honest, I'll be the first one to admit that there are days, there are times that I'm so wrapped up in the things that I need to get done. Um, I get consumed by the day of things that just arise or things that are coming ahead or even me just trying to escape everything and just take a break. Um, That as much as I want to be intentional, uh, I want to be thoughtful in doing what pleases the Lord. That's not always what's on my mind. And if you could relate, um, then I want you to know that you're not alone. Okay, I get it. I'm there with you and I'm, I'm sure that there's plenty of us that feel the same way. That we want to be thoughtful, we want to be intentional, um, but it's just not always happening the way we would like. Life can get busy, and it's in the whirlwinds of life that we could get swept into doing things that we have no part in being a part of and that are worthless. And Paul points out how we could avoid this and make progress. He said, It's by exposure, expose it. See, when we put things out in the open, there's no hiding it, right? We have to face it. Um, it helps us be more careful and intentional in what we do because we need to be honest with ourselves. And we, sometimes we even need to bring people in to keep us accountable and keep us honest to make sure that we address these things because here's a, a truth that comes with it. We can't confront what we don't expose. We can't, Right. I know it's difficult and I know it can even be uncomfortable at times, but that moment is short lived compared to what we gain by confronting it, by addressing it, by saying, "Okay, you know what? I I didn't realize I had this problem, but now that I do, I'm going to ask God to help me do something about it because we can't confront what we don't expose. The next verse, 12 and 14, it says, it's shameful to even talk about things that ungodly people do in secret. But their evil intentions will be exposed when the light shines on them. For the light makes everything visible. That is why it says, Awake, O sleeper, rise up from the dead, and Christ will give you light. The other day I was on Facebook and I saw this Whataburger ad. And it said, Cheese Mind Chill. And it had these two ladies eating a meal and stuff. And I was just like, oh man, I, that that hit me in the heart. It's, it's a Mexican, right? Because we know cheese Mine means gossiping. Uh, Man, I think that's two things that we tend to love in this culture is we love good food that's always accompanied with a good story. I'm guilty of it. And Paul is reminding us, hey, man, uh, I know it's easy to talk about other people and their faults, but you ain't perfect either. And when we find ourselves doing this, man, we're just as shameful. And so that's not uh, the place and the role that God wants us to be in those situations, because remember what we talked about last week. We're God's children. And we're called to be children of the light. To be living in the light. It's just like if you lived in a house. Maybe you've had this where you grew up in a home. They had cockroaches, right? What happens when you turn the lights on? They scatter, right? They take off. and Well, similar to it, has children of the light, man, when you're being with the light, man, shameful deeds uh, will be exposed by your lifestyle. And the words that reflect God's standard. And Jesus is the light. He makes all things that are hidden be exposed. And when we live like Jesus, evil intentions around us and even within us get exposed too. Because you know what happened with Jesus Well, he was always in trouble with religious people? You know what he was actually doing? He was just being Jesus. He would just show up, be speaking truth, living righteously. But because he was a light, he was always exposing hidden motives, exposing things that people were trying to keep, uh, undercover and not reveal. And so, even when we are living like Jesus, man, there could be times that we can make others around us feel uncomfortable, but that's okay, okay? Because it's gonna happen, just like it happened with Jesus. And I share this with you because, man, I'd rather be uncomfortable around other people and be comfortable with Jesus than it being the other way around. You feel me? So, if you find yourself on the other side of being a, a, a man, a person of light, Uh, That ended up finding yourself that you weren't even aware you were sleepwalking through life. Man, it's okay, okay? None of us are perfect. um, But God wants to make you aware of that. You see, because when we're spiritually sleepwalking, we're going to find ourselves in positions of getting exposed. Um, But to avoid it, all we have to do is stay with the light, right? Right? And it's going to allow Jesus to shine in our life and expose not only the enemy, but even the things around us and within ourselves. So exposure reveals the truth. Whether it is us or or someone else, the light of Jesus will always display what is hidden. And the truth is, we can't overcome what we don't address. And when we live with Jesus, exposure Always works in our favor. So that's the first thing we need to know. Exposure always reveals the truth. The second thing we see from what Paul is speaking to the believers is, Think well, and you'll live well. Think well, and you will live well. 15 to 16 says, So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but those who are wise. Man, this is the second time that Paul already said, Be careful. Like he's stressing this. Man, you need to be careful. Be careful. I don't think it's a coincidence why he said this either. Paul knows exactly who we are. He knows how we handle things and how much we have a short attention span and how quick we are to forget the things that we're supposed to be doing and we get sidetracked and we get focused on this, we get focused on that. And this is happening even to believers back then. And the crazy thing is, if you think about that time period, they had way less things that were probably distracting them than what we have today, Right. Because you look around, there's a billion things distracting us. Uh, I think that's why like apps like Snapchat or TikTok are, are so popular, because it doesn't take much time and effort uh, to receive the content and then move on to what's next. It feeds our bad habits, and it probably even makes them even worse, right? We're people of comfort. That's why it's easier for us to watch three episodes on on Netflix versus working out for 30 minutes. Or it's easier to go and pick something up to eat instead of making it at home. Man, we like to do things, uh, man, that's not going to take a lot of thought and attention behind them. That's going to be easier in our life. But there's a lot of danger in those things, man, uh, because it it could actually have, man, a, a worse effect on us than we even see in the moment of doing them. Um, So we have to be careful. um, And and to be careful, if you look up the dictionary uh, definition, it's saying that we are to be thoughtful and intentional. And that's what being careful means. And when we are, it's going to help us avoid mishaps, potential dangers, and even harm. So sleepwalking through life, it may feel like it's the easy route, right? That when I'm doing it, everything's on autopilot, everything's in control, Uh, But the reality is you become blind to what you're actually leading yourself into. And it will never match to what you get when you're living wise with attention and with thought. Verse 17, it says, Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtless, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. That first line, it said, make the most. You probably heard that like, uh, what does that mean? I'm... That sounds like a lot of work. That sounds like I'm adding more to my plate than I can even handle right now. My plate's already full and I can't uh, barely manage what I have now. I can't imagine adding more to it. Um, the last thing I need is more. I don't have strength for that. I think we need to reframe what uh, Paul is actually saying. And sometimes our minds create this thing of of more, right? The first thing we have to understand is the day that we live in. It's not a time that there's not going to be any drama, uh, no problems, and that there's not going to be an enemy out to get us. Okay, it's the opposite, right? It's filled with opposition. It's filled with obstacles. and, And all these things are always coming at us. And when it does, what happens? We feel taxed. We feel defeated. We feel drained from all these things. But the good news is as God knows your schedule probably better than we do, if we're being honest. And he also knows what's coming ahead, what lays down the road. And what Paul is saying and what God is asking of us is, man, I simply want to be a part of it. He's saying, man, invite me in. Let me be a part of everything that you're doing. Because um, when we do this, man, he's always going to provide. And what comes our way is not going to stay in our way. Amen. So the best way to make the most out of every opportunity is to include God in every opportunity. And we do this by being thoughtful and leaning on God's Holy Spirit to lead us, to feed us, and to proceed. Because this unlocks the Lord and what He wants us to do. And it gives us the ability to get out, man, more of a situation than we could even by ourselves. So is it more work? Well, yes and no, right? Because it doesn't always mean that we're adding more to our plate, Um, but it does mean that we're being more thoughtful and intentional in what we already are doing uh, and actually realizing that we're doing it with God, that he's there to help us do it. So when we think well, we live well. And thought and attention that we put into things, man, it matters. And when we're sleepwalking, we're actually being thoughtless, unwise, and draining ourselves in the process. And God wants to help us make the most out of every opportunity. And it starts by including him in our thought process. The third thing that we see from this is we need to watch what fills you. Watch what fills you. Verse 18, it says, don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. I've heard people say, man, if God doesn't want us to drink alcohol, then why did Jesus turn wine, uh, water into wine? Mm. That statement right there is just proof of how we like to frame things. It doesn't matter what it is to try to fit our modus and, and justify our actions. Right? We take things out of context and then we try to use it as evidence for our claims. And there are a lot of things available to us in this world. And there's some things that come directly from God. Um, But the purpose can get misused and abused when we want it to fit our view. And getting drunk, um, man, was actually a symptom of an old way of life. And it produced selfish desires. You see, because in this time, uh, like I said, Paul was talking to the church at Ephesus And, uh, man, Ephesus was a place that was a center for pagan worship, okay? So they were before they were worshiping uh, God and Jesus, it it was totally different. And they had all these religious things that they did and these practices. And and people, as they were becoming new to faith, um, they reflect on the old way of life. And a lot of times think, oh, man, I need to do the same thing. And getting drunk was one of those practices. And so, man, we need to understand that the old ways— the old practices of our old life are things we need to leave in the past, right? We we have a new life. We aren't going to carry it with us. We have to be intentional so that way we don't find ourselves resorting back to an old practice or an old ways um, because that's no good. Man, it's gonna have us uh, doing things that we thought previously was gonna fill us up, but always left us empty. And Paul is saying, "Man, pay attention to what you're consuming before it consumes you." Okay, pay attention. It could ruin your life, even if you're a follower of Jesus, by resorting back to old practices or being consumed by the wrong thing. And that's another spiritual of, of sleepwalking is just going through the motions and thinking everything's okay. Uh, man. I'm looking around, I don't see no big problems, it doesn't seem like a big issue, but you don't always see what's going below the surface. All those roots that you were trying to grow into Jesus, they're shriveling up, and you're actually becoming unstable, and you don't see what's happening behind the scenes internally within yourself. And the next thing, man, you find yourself uh, in a place uh, that you were trying to avoid, I say that all the time because that happens to us all the time. We end up bleeding ourselves down those paths. Um, But what else did Paul say? He said, man, instead of being filled with something like that, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And the next verses he says uh, that it will have songs, singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs among yourself and making music to the Lord in your hearts. And give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, when we're consumed by the Holy Spirit, it's reflected in our life. And it will produce songs within us. That will come out serving multiple purposes. It will help you focus on God's presence over the presence of your problems. Amen. It will give you peace even when the storm is still surrounding you and you're still going through it. man. It will help you see the goodness of God in every situation even when things are negative and trying to bring you down. It helps us reframe, re-aim, refuel, and reclaim all that the enemy is trying to destroy because we'll be able to have an attitude of joy a thankfulness for god's love and his grace and his mercy man we'll be able to endure and we'll end up having a story of victory that will come out of it Um, man that's going to bring encouragement and hope to others that are currently going through it so this type of worship this type of praise of thanking. It's something that we need every day of our life. It's not just something that we need to do on Sundays. Somehow, believers, we got the notion that, you know what, if I just make it to Sunday and I, I fill up on Sunday, I'll be good for the rest of the week. And it sounds good, right? But think about when you go and put gas in your car and you fill it up. As soon as you leave the gas station, what happens? The fuel begins to burn. Well, the same thing happens to our spiritual life. As soon as we leave church, everything that we just got pumped up, we got filled with, man, the world around us, the life that we have, it starts to deplete. It starts to go away. And somehow we still think, you know what? I can stress this out. I can make it. I can can keep going until next Sunday. So we end up trying to ride on E. It's like, for what? Why do we even do that? This isn't a nine to five job where we got to wait for one week or two weeks to get paid and then we could go and get the things that we need. No, man, we have checks that have already been cleared and God is always ready to make a deposit. It's always available to us and all we have to do is go to him and seek him. So it's something we shouldn't just do on Sundays, but we should be doing every day, right? We need to refuel every day. So this is the thing. Watch what fills you. Don't settle for a cheap substitute when God has an endless supply of his best always available. One way or another, we're going to fill up on something. And it's going to get reflected on our life. And it's either going to be helpful or it's going to be harmful. Okay? So my challenge for all of us this week, stay woke, stay filled. And I want to be very specific on what I feel God is asking us to do. And it's to take 10 minutes Three times a day, 10 minutes, three times a day and spend it with him. Okay, Uh, maybe it's in the morning, you take 10 minutes, maybe in the evening, 10 minutes, maybe sometime during your lunch break or just in the middle of your day, you take 10 minutes. That's only 30 minutes a day. But when we stay in the presence of God, the light of Jesus stays exposing what tries to remain hidden. And this helps us stay alert from when the enemy has a scheme and he's plotting against us, or even to help us identify our own blind spots. And through this, we could develop healthy habits that leads to us being more thoughtful and intentional, including God and in all that we're doing. And I know it can be a scary thing, right? You're like, man, it's a lot. But man, when you're pouring out to Jesus, know that he's always going to pour back, filling us with his Holy Spirit, giving us everything that we need exactly when we need it, allowing us uh, to see and be in his goodness every day. So that's how you avoid sleepwalking. That's how you avoid um, not just going through the motions of a life, but staying woke and staying filled. Amen. Suspend. So Ten minutes, three times a day with God in his presence so we can make sure that, man, the truth always gets revealed. That we're thinking well, we're living well, and that we're filling up on the right things. Let me pray. Father, I just thank you. Uh, Man, so many times we're not even paying attention to the things that we're consuming and what it's doing to our bodies and to our minds and, and to our life. But you told us that when we spend time with you, um, that Jesus is going to reveal those things because he is a light that reveals what is hitting. And so, Father, I just thank you uh, that you show us what we're blind to, that you show us the things that we need to address. You even show us the things that are coming against us um, so that we we can include you in it. And navigate through life. And be filled with your Holy Spirit. To be refreshed and continue. Not just on a Sunday. Not just on a Wednesday. But every day of our life. And walking with you. So Lord. uh, Help us be intentional. In spending time with you. Um, Help us be more disciplined in this um, so that way we, we could see your goodness and also reflect your goodness in this world. Father, we love you and we thank you. And I, I know this is probably something we all need this week with school starting back up. And so Lord, I just pray that we are more intentional and thoughtful with our actions more now than ever, because we're spending more time with you. We love you and pray this in Jesus name. Amen. All right, church. I love y'all. God bless you. I hope this helped you. If you're a sleepwalker like me, it's okay, right? God is going to wake us up. He's going to keep us awake and he's going to keep us filled. But I hope that you have a great week, that school goes well for your kiddos, that things go smoothly and you stay blessed and stay seeing God's goodness in your life. I love y'all. Y'all have a good one.